0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. It is Russ. And today I'm joined by the incredible, the brilliant Jane Jewell, who is our Managing Director at Clients on Demand. And today we're going to be talking about I'll Be Happy When Syndrome. Now, if you've never heard of this, you don't know what it is. It's funny because I just Jane, I just got off an interview and um, the guy said, well, what is the number one piece of advice that you could give to people when it comes to keeping your mindset rock solid? And what I told him is that the best piece of advice that I could give, which I think is sort of the cheat code to life, is to focus on the stuff that you want as if it's already happened and to allow yourself to feel all of the gratitude and all of the joy and all the wonder and excitement that you would feel if it were real right now today. And that if you can make that a habit where you're doing that maybe for 10 minutes, like three, four times a day, everything in your life will change. To me, that's like the magical power that changes everything. But what we see with most people is this sort of I'll be happy when syndrome, which is kind of the opposite of that. And so Jane, why don't you tell everybody, because you'll say it better than I will, what we mean by that?
1: Well... First off, I love that you gave that answer, (laughs) (laughs) but I think the distinction is, is there's this point in which you're focusing on and living life. Like you've already created this thing that you want, whether it's an experience, a uh, goal that you want to achieve and you want to live life like you've already accomplished it. Unfortunately, what happens for some people is that they put themselves in that position for maybe even a, maybe they're really great and they have part of their daily ritual that they're doing that every single day. And then the other, you know, 23 hours and 53 minutes of the day, there's this sense of, I'm not there yet. Right. And when I am there, then I'll be happy. When I am there, then I'll spend more time with my family. When I do accomplish this, then I will give more of myself and maybe donate my time or resources to a worthy cause. When I do have this thing and I do accomplish this, then I will get married. When I do accomplish this one thing, then I'll you know take my family on a vacation. And so what happens is there's this thing out there that you feel like you want and you're operating over here in life from a place of or an emotional state of scarcity, or it's not there yet. And you're making decisions based on not enough, or not yet. And that's what makes people unhappy instead of where for you, your mindset is you still want to operate like you're going to have this thing or be this thing or create this thing. And you just make your decisions and live happy, like you've already got it in your life. Like, like it's, started, it's already a part right. there, you
0: know? So, okay. A couple things on this. First of all, the question he asked me on the interview, uh-huh. you would have died. It was so funny because we were really? talking about the strategies that we teach at COD and, and how it works and why we don't think you should do launches and why you don't need to warm people up for six months before you make them a high ticket offer. You can do it right out of the gate. And just, you know, all the strategic and tactical stuff. And so he said, he's like, you know, <laughs> he's like, does it ever happen that you know, someone joins your program and they're really great at what they do and they're following the strategy, but they just kind of get scared. And I was like, he's like, if you ever like, you ever have you ever had that happen to someone in your program, I was like, Yeah, that's happened to every single person we've ever worked with, with like maybe three exceptions. And so that just cracked me up because I was like, Of course it happens because. You know, the, the human condition. Oh, yes, yeah, the human condition. I said, look, right now, the results that you're getting in your life, the results that you're getting in your business, that is your comfort zone, period. Whether that's 5K a month or 10K a month or whatever, that is your comfort zone. And everything else that you want is outside of your comfort zone. And anytime you venture outside your comfort zone, just like a caveman venturing out of the cave, You're going to experience fear and you're going to experience anxiety and you're going to experience overwhelm and you're going to experience stress. And so I told him, you know, hey, that was one of the reasons why I have such incredible mindset coaches on the team, you know, like you and everyone else, because we need you guys to shepherd everybody through that very, very human, very scary process of doing stuff that you've never done before. And so this, what we're talking about today, you know, relates to that perfectly because this is the trap that people find themselves in where they go, well, I'll be happy when I have my first five clients. I'll be happy when I have my first 10 clients. When really, that is the opposite of the way that you should live your life. Because the truth is, there's no reason to sort of put your happiness and your joy and your excitement and your confidence and everything else in your life on hold until you get some external thing.
1: It's totally external based. And Mm -hmm. when your happiness is dependent upon something that happens outside of yourself... You totally give away your power, right? Like you don't, you. It's like you're putting your life and your destiny and your feelings and your emotions and how you interact in the world out there on something that is completely with not within your control or even maybe a little bit of your
0: influence. But the thing is, though, waste. As long as you're in the mind space of not having it and not being enough and not feeling good about it and all these other things, you're actually repelling that experience from you. And so that's the thing, is that when you play the I'll be happy when game, you're basically promising yourself that you're never going to be happy because the very thing that you're chasing to help you get that happiness, that attitude is pushing it further and further away. And I'm kind of an expert on this because I literally spent my entire 20s doing this where I was trying to, you know, do acting and try to make it in the entertainment industry and I always told myself, "Look, man, I'll be happy when I get, you know, another audition or I'll be happy when I, you know, get my first series regular or I'll be happy when I get this or I'll be happy when I get that." And I was just miserable for years because of this exact attitude where I was not allowing myself to enjoy my life or allowing myself to feel that feeling of fulfillment and confidence because everything was dependent on really, you know, some producer saying thumbs up or thumbs down. That was my whole life.
1: And it's always a check in. Like it's not here yet. It's not here yet. Mm -hmm. It's not here yet. (laughs) As um, you know, as opposed to looking at progress, I think if people can get to see even progress as being happiness, Mm -hmm. movement as being happiness and focusing, like choosing to focus on a few key features, that happiness is actually what propels you forward to get whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, whether it's a a new car, a new job, you know, income level, whatever it is, when you're experiencing the emotion first,
0: then you will create the results. Because the emotion creates motion. Yes. So the emotion creates the energy to move forward. When you are operating from this place of excitement and joy about everything that you're doing in your life, you have endless amounts of enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. You know, When setbacks come, you can weather those setbacks. You can get resourceful. You can find a way to deal with it because in your mind, it's already done you know it already exists. It's already, it's already happened. And, and all you're doing in your life is just navigating now in that reality. But as long as you're operating from the perspective that it hasn't happened yet and it isn't real yet, and I'm not happy with where I am, and I don't have this, I don't have this, and I'm not good enough, you don't have any energy to move forward. So training. the Yeah. So the enthusiasm gives you the the power to actually make it happen. But if you don't have the enthusiasm because you're busy focusing on the fact that you don't have it, it's going to rob you of your energy so that you're, you're barely going to be able to pull yourself out of bed. And when a storm comes, it's going to knock you right off kilter because you're just not going to be able to deal with it properly. Mm-hmm. And guys, look, this isn't just stuff we're making up. You can see this baked into the biography of any rich, successful, uh, world-changing person That you ever want to read about. They all had this sense of victory where they took control of their mental dialogue. They took control of the way they were talking to themselves. They took control of the things they were thinking about. And they made sure that they were operating from this victory mindset instead of thinking about defeat, 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 fear, 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 what if, what if, what if.
1: It makes such a huge difference when, you know, so many of us want to set these big goals and you want to set these big goals and have a lot of reasons as like your fuel Mm -hmm. to want to achieve those goals. And that's really great. The challenge is, is when you have your big, strong why is dependent upon, okay, I'll feel this, like you said, I'll feel this emotion. I'll feel happy when I achieve this but your why has to include part of the journey, (laughs) (laughs) right? Your why has to be part of that celebration. So it's really cool to set these these goals and these things that you want to be, do, become, achieve, and have this celebration moment. Like I'm going to celebrate even more when I achieve this one thing. But the challenge along the way is to enjoy that journey. And to do that, you have to decide ahead of time what you're going to focus on. And for you, the strategy that's always worked is you just act like it's already there.
0: Yeah. Right? I do. Yeah. And, I, and I, mentally, I mentally rehearse that success multiple times a day. And I just think when you do that, something happens in your subconscious where your subconscious kind of can't tell the difference between something that's real and something that you're sort of vividly imagining. And so when you vividly imagine something and you feel all the gratitude and joy that you would feel if it was happening right now... Your brain kind of goes like, "Wait a minute! I gotta, I gotta, I have to resolve this. This, mm. this, you know, what I'm seeing is here, but what I'm seeing in my mind is here. How do I bring these two things together? And I cannot explain it except to just say that it is true. I mean, to me, I, I call that the cheat code to life. I feel like if someone just does that, it's like it's literally like playing a video game and having the cheat code, where it's like if you, you know, you put in your little cheat code and oh now I'm invincible, or I put in a little cheat code and now I have like a bunch of money or whatever it is." Aiden calls
1: those hacks, like, boom, someone hacked into Fortnite.
0: (laughs) Right, it's like Fortnite, exactly. But um, if you integrate that into your process and you make it part of your process so that you are giving yourself permission to feel happiness and joy and fulfillment today, instead of putting it off somewhere down the road until some external thing happens, not only are you going to feel a lot better today and have a lot more energy today, you're going to get that external thing you wanted so badly, so much faster. Where in the other circumstance, if it comes to you, it might come to you through dumb luck, but you don't have the mindset to to keep it and enjoy it. It's almost like you don't get what you deserve in life. You get what you will settle for, or you get what you're mentally comfortable with. And so by mentally rehearsing that success over and over and over again, you're conditioning your subconscious that that is your new reality. And so when it happens, you're not gonna freak out. It's just gonna be another day at the office. Right. We fought so hard to get to a million a month. And then last month, we actually did 1.5 million a month, which is crazy. But like, we were happy... But it's not like we were doing backflips, you know. It's like it's like we were like, oh yeah, of course, like oh we got it, you know. And, and, and that's sort of this incredible place of confidence and power that you could be operating from. Where when a challenge happens, you go, you know what, I already got this. Don't worry, I'll fix it. But when something great happens, you're like ex- excited and stoked. But you've already been there so many times in your mind that it's like you begin to become still and undisturbed by circumstances that are raging and roiling outside of you where you understand that you are the cause of your own life and you are the cause of your own happiness.
1: Yeah. I think we can even use this example to highlight what are some of the things that you can focus on along the journey. And I believe that we've spent more time discussing these three things that we'll go through with people right now on our leadership team you know, with each other than we did in celebrating the fact that we did do $1.5 million. Sure right and what that is is number 1 is we focus on who we are becoming in the process who we are becoming and who our team members are becoming and who our clients are becoming we really focus on those strengths that are happening along the way and the meat of our discussion is usually about acknowledging you know our team if if we're talking about this one goal about 1.5 million dollars But in your own life, looking at you know when something comes up and you're faced with maybe some kind of challenge, or you're looking at it and you're going, Oh, I'm not at $10,000 a month yet. I'm not at $20,000 a month yet, or I'm not at the perfect body that I want to be is taking a step back and asking yourself, who am I becoming in the process? How am I showing up? Am I moving through life? Like I'm happy. Am I moving through life? like I'm proud of my body. Am I moving through life? Like I'm proud of the decisions that I'm making, but really stick a stake in the ground and say, here are my values. This is what I want my life to be like. This is the, how I want to be viewed in life and start to acknowledge those qualities, those emotions, and spend more time focusing on that rather than the external thing that you want to create.
0: One of the best things I think people can do is to fall in love with being a certain kind of person. Mm. And I think that's really the key, is that you create this identity of who you want to be. I want to have total integrity. I want to be fearless. I want to be confident. I want to do the right thing no matter what. I want to build a great company. I want to I be rock solid. And you fall in love with being that person and you fall in love with showing up that way. And then what happens is when something pops up that is kind of tempting you off that path, where maybe there's a quicker or easier way to do something, but it isn't really right, or something that would compromise who you are, you you love being a certain kind of person more than you want anything external or anything outside of yourself. And so you would never compromise who you are to get some outside thing. And the funny thing is is. What I've found, at least in my life, is that when you commit to that and you commit to being a certain kind of person, you get the external stuff too. Mm -hmm. But when you chase the external stuff, not only do you not get it, but you lose yourself in the process.
1: Yeah. It's really a neat thing to take a step back instead of measuring what you're getting, measuring who you're becoming or how you're moving through life. That's just a really neat thing to be able to take a moment and do. And just shifting your focus from what you're getting or achieving or or doing to who you're being just changes the whole game. And that's why you're saying that that strategy works so well for you because you just operate life like, of course you're happy. Why wouldn't you be happy? You've already created this big, bold, beautiful life, you know, and changing that focus from who you're becoming can really, really shift your overall happiness and satisfaction and fulfillment, right?
0: Well it's very strange. It's a very strange way to sort of operate your brain because you think to yourself, well, wait a minute, if I if I just focus on being a certain kind of person and living a certain way and if I focus on, you know, really building in the reality that I am the person I want to be, living the life that I want and I have the things that I want, where would my motivation come from? But it's just there like it, you know it, it motivates you to work harder and it and it gives you it gives you more energy and it conditions your brain and your subconscious to actually create that reality as opposed to create the reality of not having something which i think when you're focused on not ha- whatever you focus on expands so if you focus on not having something or not being the person you want to be you become less of that person but if you focus on being the person you want to be if you focus on having the stuff that you want to create you, that expands for you as well and so um It's like a garden. It's like a garden, yeah.
1: Right, your wh- which garden are you feeding?
0: Exactly, right. And and it's like people say that, you know, and it's so funny because people say that and people hear that and they kind of just somebody, I think it was Winston Churchill said most people when they stumble across the the truth, they they stumble across it and they just keep walking because it's so simple that they can't really grasp it. But what I'm talking about is very simple. And how many times have people heard that you need to do this kind of thing, but they haven't really made a daily practice out of it? Mm-hmm. You know, to me, it's the most important thing. It's I will prioritize this over anything else. Is is taking that time to be grateful in advance for the stuff that I want, and the more I do that, the faster we get there, and the more things just come together. You know, even hiring the right people, finding the right people. You know, you just got dropped in my life, and you were this incredible gift, and and, and this incredible person that I needed to take take things to the next level. And it's like if I had sat there and tried to imagine what it would be like to have Jane on the team, it's like I couldn't even imagine it. It's so great, but I'm serious. But Thanks. but but every single day, I'm sitting there going, you know. Thank you, thank you, thank you that I have this incredible team, that I have the right people, that our clients are getting amazing results, that, you know, it just works and it just flows and just trimming away in my life any, any person that didn't look like that or anything that didn't look like that. You make room for that person to show up and they do. And so this is something that applies to everything where if you look at it from an outside in perspective, it's like, oh man, I got to find the right person. I got to, you know, create a job description. I got to put it on monster.com and I got to sift through 100 people and, and you may need to do those things and you may not. But the most important thing is that you set the intention and you'd be grateful that, for that person in advance. And then you'd be surprised how fast things just can drop into your life out of nowhere.
1: It's really true. So if you're focusing on who you're becoming, and then the other part is focusing on the skills, like the skill set, the strategies that you're developing, that you're going to be able to have like all these new... It's It's like creating a cookbook, (laughs) you know, and you're learning all different ways to cook, to create meals, right? Oh, now I have a recipe for lasagna. Now I have a recipe for, you know, taco salad, (laughs) right? Now you start to have all of these skills. And when you focus on, wow, I'm creating all of these skills, all of these resources that I'm going to have for a lifetime and it changes your perspective. You know, I say this to my son who's only 13 years old and sometimes he's like, "Why do I need to learn math? Like math is so stupid. I don't want to be a mathematician. I don't this is stupid." You know, and it's a big thing about how math is always stupid. And <laughs> one of the conversations that I have with him when he gets stuck on that is that math just gives him options, right? Developing a skill set developing strategies, developing your recipe book, developing your ability to problem solve all of those skills just gives you option. And my job as his mom is to have him grow up with life, giving him enough opportunity so that when it comes time for him to create his own choices, he just has so many more options available to him because of all these skills that he's developed because of that confidence and the ability to manage his own emotions and move through life that way and any kind of goal that you're that you're going after if you realize that every decision that you're making along the way you're developing muscle you're developing grit you're developing problem solving ability and a whole lot of skill a whole lot of skill and you're focusing on those little tiny milestones as opposed to just saying, you know what? Well, I'm not really getting anything yet because I'm not at $10,000 a month or because I haven't, you know, landed that big client, then that that's not going to be a place that makes you feel good at all.
0: No, guys, and thinking that way just feels so awful that if you find yourself feeling really terrible about yourself and about your business, you need to take a step back and realize you're thinking about something the wrong way because you can celebrate the skills that you're building. You can celebrate the person that you're becoming and you can focus on having those things today instead of having them 10 years from now. And by shifting your focus in those ways, you will immediately begin to become more resourceful and feel a lot better. Where if you don't, you're just going to be paralyzed because again, you're not, you're not making things happen. You're just reacting to stuff that's not happening. That's right.
1: And the third thing is focus on people. Focus on your relationships. And anything that you're trying to do, be, have, it's focus on the people, focus on serving, whether it's serving your client, serving your family, serving, serving yourself, taking care of yourself. It's about focusing on the people along the way also creates that internal fulfillment. and it gives you a place to place your focus. Right. So if you're looking at, okay, here I'm developing who, who I'm becoming. I'm developing, walking through life aligned with my values. I'm developing, achieving something while staying happy, while having uh, integrity, while developing third, You know, next, I'm walking through and, and trying to achieve this and I'm creating skills. And last, I'm doing all of this while I'm serving the people that I care about most.
0: One of those things that I always remind myself and that we try to remind our clients of as well is that it's not about you. It's about who are you helping and who are you serving and, and how are you making the world a better place? Because you're going to have days where you just don't want to do the work. You're, it just it happens to everybody. You're going to have days where you don't want to do what you need to do. But when you remind yourself of, hey, you know what, man, this isn't about me. There's people that are counting on me. My clients are counting on me. My team is counting on me. My family, my kids, all these people are counting on me. Let me show up today and do the work and kick some ass and make it happen. That's another tremendous source of energy for you, where you realize it's not about you. It's not... You know what I mean? Even if you're even if you, you're sitting, oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy when I have this thing. But you know what? It's not even about me. It's not about... My, my happiness. It's about how can I contribute to the world today? And t- to me, when you, when you can link the work that you do every day to making the world a better place and growing as a human being, it's very tough not to wake up every day feeling good. You really have to try not to feel good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Which
1: are really hard to focus on everything that's awful about this situation right now.
0: Yeah. And, and we all
1: like, get caught up on that at time to time. You know, of course
0: everybody does. Everybody does. But but so yeah. many people are in a I mean, I've worked jobs before where I hated every second of it and it's because I felt like what I was doing didn't matter. You know, it's a terrible feeling. But when you can Look at what you're doing, and you can say, Okay, well, how am I making the world a better place today? Or how can I just make one person's world better today? You know, that gives you so much more resourcefulness than if you're just like, Oh man, I gotta go, I gotta show up and I gotta do this. Ugh, really? Mm-hmm.
1: Doing all this is the recipe of moving through. Any kind of suffering states, you know? Yeah. It just gives you a target to focus on. And I think where people get so lost is not deciding and being intentional about what they're focusing on. So what happens, it's like, I don't, I'm not happy because I don't have this thing. You're focusing on what you don't have. And it's really hard to say, oh, we'll just feel better about it. That feels like a really big job to do if you don't know where else to place your focus. So if you just remember, I can place my focus on these three other places. Who, is, who am I becoming in the process? What kind of skills am I developing in the process? And who am I serving in the process? What kind of relationships am I building? How am I making the world a better place? How am I connecting in the world? That gives you a place to focus. Because as soon as you're able to funnel your attention and your focus in a particular direction, your whole world can change. And you Absolutely. have to be in- intentional about that. And for you it's big picture. So also know your strategy. For you it's it's big picture. Just operate like it's already there. Like if this <laughs> thing was already in my life, how would I feel?
0: How would I show up? But how that clarifies it clarifies so many decisions. So you know, I remember maybe 3 or 4 years ago, guys, I was in a situation where I had enrolled someone into a service that I don't offer anymore, but the service was very expensive. I think it was like $25,000, and working with this particular individual was like pulling teeth. I mean, he was fighting me every step of the way. He was like arguing with me, and this wasn't even a coaching thing where I was coaching him how to do something. I was like, "Look, I'm going to just do this for you." And the guy was just the guy was just incredibly difficult to work with. And I didn't really have that much money in the bank at the time. And uh, I remember talking to my wife and I was like, I don't know. I really want to cut this guy loose. I don't feel like this relationship is working, but then I have to refund him. You know, I, I got to refund him the 25 the k if I choose not to work with him. And Sarah looked at me and she was like, what would you do if you were already making a million dollars a month? And I said, I would refund she's him. She's a yogi. Even- I said, I, w- I know. I said she she, she likes to bust out the wisest stuff. I said, I would refund him without even thinking about it. And she's like, okay, well, then that's what you need to do. And, and so it sounds like a mental game, but this I think is, is is why people can do some of these things where you know they're visualizing and they're doing gratitude work or whatever, but they're still not making things happen. It's because they're not living in a way where that having that thing and being that person is their reality and they're making all their decisions based on it. So I did. I, I refunded the guy and I cut the guy loose and I think I signed another client like the next day. But if I, if I had not done that thing, it's, it would have been a self-betrayal because I would have known what the right thing to do was. I would have known what I would have done if I were living in that reality and I would have chosen not to do it. And so then your subconscious goes, oh, I guess he's not serious. I guess he doesn't really mean it. And the things don't begin to come to fruition the way that they have now. So... The more you you experience, so free, so much
1: freedom, though, by doing it that way. Of course, There Like you just—that was like freedom. Like you weren't looking at your bank account to make Mm -hmm. the decision. Like I have to look at this, and here's my bank account, and I'm going to make that decision. It was just if money wasn't an option, what would my decision be? And based on that, there was like so much freedom aligned with that. And then I'm willing to bet like just another, another channel opened and different money from a different source. Right. yeah, mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And I felt I felt so much better, and I was on vacation in Hawaii when all this was going down. So I was actually able to enjoy the vacation instead of stressing about this dude. So it worked. It just worked on a lot of levels. But that's the way that I endeavor to make decisions with everything in my life. You know, where you may have someone in your company that's doing a pretty good job, but they're not doing an outstanding job, and it's like, okay, well, what would I do if this were a Fortune five hundred company? Would I keep this person, or would I let this person move on to other things so I can make room for someone who's an A player? And those are tough decisions to make, but. When you make them from the perspective of "I'm already a person I want to be" and I'm already doing the things I want to be doing, so many of those decisions become clear. It doesn't mean they necessarily become easier to actually do, but you always know what the right thing is.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. Another good tip is to focus on progress. Yes, focus on progress. If that big thing's not there yet, just focus on progress. What are the small things that you're doing every single day to move you towards that, that thing, that goal, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve? I'll be happy when I find the love of my life. I'll be happy when I lose 25 pounds. I'll be happy when I'm making a million dollars. It's focus on that progress.
0: What trajectory progress. are you on? Yeah, that's absolutely. right because that that gives you small things to celebrate. And so you, you're you celebrating those big goals in advance. But then every day as you make a progress, every sale, every win, every every half a pound lost, every healthy meal that you eat instead of something unhealthy, you celebrate that. You celebrate everything so that you're constantly in this place of feeling really great, as opposed to being in this place of beating yourself up and not feeling good.
1: And here's what celebration does not look like. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, but, you know, and so many people celebrate like that. You know, something great will happen, and then there's a yeah, but. Well, I did that. Yeah, but that's not really that big of a deal. Or yeah, but it was only a thousand dollar sale. It wasn't a ten thousand dollar sale. That's not really a celebration.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's not a real celebration at all. Really,
1: really celebrate it and and be grateful for
0: it. A hundred percent. So guys, look, man, th- that's that's what we got for you. We're giving you a lot of strategies today on this call. So if you go back to doing things the way that you were doing before, where you're getting back into that, I'll be happy when syndrome, you've got to break that habit because almost nothing out there will keep good things away from you than that mindset. Mm-hmm. And so look, if you want our help, to dial in. And look, I know we usually talk about marketing and strategy and, and and Facebook ads and all this other stuff. But at the end of the day, this is about something more because if you're showing up as this kind of person and you're showing up mentally with these strategies, the other stuff, Facebook ads, webinars, marketing, that stuff becomes a million times easier. Where if you don't apply this stuff, it's going to be much, much more of a challenge. So if you'd like to talk to us about how you can begin to make this kind of evolution in your business, where not only do you have the proper marketing strategy and the proper uh, marketing and sales and all that stuff, but you also have a rock solid mindset that's going to carry you through any kind of setback, I want you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. Book a call to speak to our team because it will be the best 45 minutes you've ever spent working on your business. And we can get into everything, You know what's working, what's not working, your mindset, all those things. And we can help you get some real clarity on where you're at and the best way to move forward. So head on over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. And book a call to speak to us. So if you are listening to this on Facebook, I want you to know that you can also get these shows on iTunes. If you search iTunes for the Clients on Demand podcast, you can get these shows there as well. If you want to like, put us on your, uh, your phone or whatever and listen to us in the car. And if you guys are listening to this on iTunes and you want to hear us record these shows live, then I want to invite you to join our Facebook group. It's The Art of High Ticket Selling. That's The Art of High Ticket Selling. If you search for that on Facebook, you can join our group and you'll be able to watch us do these shows live. And And how much fun is that? So guys, go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. JJ, thank you for an amazing show. I really appreciate your wisdom. And guys, we will catch you on the next show. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with clients on demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's ClientsOnDemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino and let's talk soon.